0: Welcome to Canada's Podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Hello, this is Robert Smigel coming to you today with Vancouver's Podcast, a member of the Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Now, let's get ready to listen to discover and engage. Laura Burden is a South African-born, Vancouver-based entrepreneur focused on social media marketing. Her entrepreneur spirit led her to leave law school to found burden brand management. Laura is passionate about helping others find their voice on social media and does this through her coaching and consulting services, as well as online courses targeted at small business owners and entrepreneurs looking to leverage social media for their businesses. Well, Laura, welcome to Canada's podcast. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, it's great to be here.
0: Great, well, we know you're from South Africa, so tell us a little bit more about yourself and give us the details on your current business.
1: Yeah, so I was born in South Africa. Um, I kind of moved back and forth between here and South Africa growing up. Um, Both my parents are South African, but my mom was born in Canada. Um, So I kind of always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Both my parents are entrepreneurs, so that planted the seeds very early for me. Um, I did go back thinking I was going to live there and started law school and kind of realized almost halfway through that it wasn't the right fit for me. And that is what, you know, led me to starting my own business and, you know, leveraging the social media skills I picked up to start a business and start offering it as a service for other business owners.
0: Awesome. Okay. Now, did you need financing to start your company? And how do you currently make money in your business now?
1: Yeah, no, we didn't need any financing. That's kind of the beauty of it. I was able to start with basically nothing. Um, I had my computer and internet, and that was kind of all I needed to get started. How we make money now is we have um, clients we do full social media management for. Um, We have one-on-one coaching services. We have consulting services. Um, I do quite a bit of speaking arrangements and webinars, online teaching, and then I also do online courses.
0: Awesome. Okay. Now, you're located in Vancouver. So what is the long-term vision and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been kind of interesting with COVID initially. It was very like most of my clients were Vancouver based because I've met them networking or through connections. And then obviously with the last year, we haven't been able to do anything like that. So, I mean, I've had a couple more clients that are based across Canada, which you know only kind of happened because of COVID, I would say. So I do see, you know, expanding more across Canada. And then I do have a few American clients as well. So I kind of see that side of things picking up as well. I think COVID has made people realize how much you can do remotely. Like you do not need to do 99% of work in person. So it's worked out really nicely in that way.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, we've learned a little bit about you and your business. Let's talk about doing business in Vancouver, British Columbia. What are the biggest benefits for you and being an entrepreneur here in Vancouver, BC? I want you to give us some of the good points about starting a company here, but I also want you to give us some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the biggest challenge that springs to mind for most people when you think of Vancouver is the cost of living. Um, So obviously it's super expensive to live here. And when you're spending all your money on living, you don't have that much money to reinvest in your business or in hiring or scaling or any of those other things that would help grow your business quicker. So when I look at my friends who are based in, I don't know, even friends in Halifax or the East coast, if we look side by side at what we're making and where the money's getting spent, it's crazy. So I think the cost of living in Vancouver makes it hard um, to scale a business for those reasons. Um, In terms of what's good about it, there's a really great entrepreneurial network here. There's so many entrepreneurs. It seems that everyone here has their own business or at least a side hobby that they're kind of, or a side hustle they're kind of starting. Um, So it's a really, really great supportive community, which i love. Um, Another great thing is obviously Vancouver is beautiful. So the good, you know, the work-life balance, you're not stuck inside all day. You can I don't know, go skiing and come home and work. So that's another really great part about living in Vancouver.
0: Okay, that's a nice segue to our, my next question. We do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in the lower mainland close to where you live or work where you like to go recharge or get inspired with ideas or just think about your business and does it change with the season considering all the rain we get here?
1: <laughs> good question. So I spent a lot of time on the seawall. Um, I live like two blocks from the seawall. So I, whenever I have to like work on an idea or think something through, I will go for a power walk along the seawall. Um, in terms of the weather complying, um, I invested in really good rain boots and a good rain jacket. So that's how I make do with the rain. Um, You know, pre-COVID, it would be co-working spaces, um, different studios or coffee shops. And that's something I've had to let go of with COVID. But um, normally, there's a really good community for that as well in Vancouver.
0: Awesome. Okay, so we know you're from South Africa, and we want you to imagine you coming here to Vancouver all over again. If you were to start all over again and you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, but this time you don't know anyone, knowing what you know now, what would you do? and how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, I think something I've learned you know, in the past few years is that who you know is one of the most important things that'll determine how well you do in business and those connections you make. So if I was starting from scratch, I would definitely invest my time and energy into making connections, making friendships, and learning as much as I can from other entrepreneurs and what they bring to the table. That'd be my priority.
0: Yeah, we also have a lot like Small Business BC, there's Chambers of Commerce, lots of networking events when they do come back, obviously. But yeah, yeah, I definitely use that as a great way to get the podcast going. Let's talk about your routine and what makes you or keeps you motivated. What does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day?
1: Yeah, so I have no screen time for the first three hours. It doesn't always go that well, but that's kind of my goal is no phone for the first three hours when I wake up. Um I have a morning routine, I'll read a little bit, um, meditate. You know, in the summer I would go for a walk. In the winter, it's a little harder to start my day like that. Um, so that's kind of my morning routine in terms of motivation, you know, going to the gym or doing online workouts, I guess now is kind of what we're doing. Um, having that balance is super important for me to stay motivated and to keep that routine really consistent.
0: Okay. Do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way or are wired differently?
1: Definitely. I think it takes a special type of person to be okay with not knowing how much money you're going to make each month and to be totally okay with, you know, there's so many variables that we can't control. Um, So I think it takes a really weird and a good way type of person to be able to look at that and say, I'm going to try anyway, and I'm going to do what I can with what I have. So yeah, I definitely think we're wired a little bit differently.
0: Willing to take those risks at any cost, yeah. Let's talk about your reading habits. What books are you reading now and why, or even audiobooks? And can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs?
1: Yeah, so many. I just finished reading Burnout. So it's basically about, you know, the title says it all, Burnout, um, which I think is a very appropriate theme um, for a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, so that was a great book. Um, I am rereading Atomic Habits by James Clear. I think that's a really good one to start the year off with. Um, and then I'm also reading Profit First, which is a bit more dry, um, but it's a really cool concept basically around, you know, the accounting and bookkeeping behind your business and the idea or concept is to calculate your profit first and then kind of deduct everything from that. Um, so that's that's kind of what I'm rotating through at the moment.
0: Any online or offline tools that you like to use on a daily basis?
1: Oh yeah, so many. Um, So I have a friend and she's also a business coach. Her name's Lisa Michaud. So she has this hundred day goal planner uh, journal notebook that I've got from her. Um, So that's like something I've been using. I used to really rely heavily on my computer or my phone to schedule out my day and to plan my goals. Um, But since switching to this like actual hard copy version i feel like it's so much easier for me to map out my thoughts and my plans for the day so that's a tool that i've been using for the last month or so and i'm really loving it um otherwise i use slack every day with my team um i love zoom i love asana that's a really important one for productivity and project management especially with client projects
0: awesome okay let's talk a little bit more about british columbia Obviously, you're very busy. Everyone's at home. Uh, and But we still like to get out and uh, enjoy what British Columbia has to offer because we have everything. We have mountains, ocean, rivers, lakes, you name it. How do you balance work and how do you relax and not think about work? What are your favorite activities to do in BC? Do you ski, bike, kayak, golf, hike, or simply go for a drive?
1: Um, yeah, I really like to go hiking with my dog. Um, there's so many good place, places for that. I love uh, the Pacific Spirit um, Park. It's like right by UBC. So that's one of my favorite places to go and um, to kind of unwind, you know, before COVID or even before the most recent restrictions. I would love to do a class like Orange Theory. Um, I'd love to go for yoga, like a yoga class. I love the Scandinave Spa in Whistler. That's a really great place to unwind and relax as well. Um, I'm not really into outdoor sports as much as my husband wishes. I was, um, like skiing, snowboarding. It's not really my thing. I did it a bit when I was younger, but haven't really kept up with it. So yeah, none, none of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. What I found really interesting about the Scandinavian spa, they have those rooms. You're not allowed to talk.
1: The whole place. You're not allowed to talk. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah. Just like, it's like kind of difficult at first, but when you start getting into the vibe, it's, gets easier and easier, but yeah, definitely. Uh, like that about that place okay if you weren't doing what you do now what would you like to do for profession
1: uh probably something similar um I really like the model that I have um I have a really good mix of revenue streams and you know creative outlets I really like you know that sort of that sort of uh model so something like this maybe not social media uh, maybe business coaching um, or consulting in another capacity
0: what job could you not do couldn't do it
1: uh, well, I went to law school and I did a summer internship, so I know I could not be a lawyer. That was definitely not my cup of tea.
0: Okay. In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use?
1: Um, I like the quote, how you do anything is how you do everything. I always thought that was a Richard Jeffrey quote, but apparently my husband corrected me. It's a Mark Cuban quote, so that's my favorite quote. I think that's a really good words to live by whenever I'm feeling like down or like, I don't want to do something. I just remember, you know, how you do anything is how you're going to do everything. So I think that's a nice one to keep in your pocket.
0: Okay. What's your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear?
1: I hate when people say you should do something like, oh, you should do this, or you should be doing this. Yeah. I don't like being told you should be doing something.
0: (laughs) Okay. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why?
1: I like to think I'm very authentic. I'm not ever trying to put on airs or pretend to be something I'm not or someone I'm not. So that's something I pride myself on. Um, Another one, maybe dynamic. I'm always changing. Yeah, always changing. um, Looking for new opportunities. Yeah.
0: Cool. What keeps you up at night, if anything?
1: (laughs) Uh, sometimes I will worry about my my client's content for the next day. I'll worry like, Oh, is this post going to do well, or is this going to go out? Right. Or things like that kind of, you know, freak me out sometimes, especially with all the changes with social media and Instagram, sometimes you'll schedule something and by, you know, two weeks later it's stale or outdated, especially with how quickly the new cycle is changing. So things like that, I, I always wonder about.
0: Do you keep set hours or are you pretty regimented as like I start at this time I end at that time, or is it more fluid depending on what you need to get done?
1: I mean, officially, I say my hours are nine to five, um, but it usually ends up being very blurry. Like some days I'll start sooner and go later. Some days I will just check in for a couple hours. Um, So it is pretty fluid.
0: Okay. I want you to give us the top three things on your inspired life list. Do you want to maybe write a book, philanthropy, travel more, do any type of volunteer work? beyond, obviously, uh, entrepreneurship. Anything in particular?
1: Yeah, um, this is something my husband and I have talked about for a few years, is we really want to start um, like some sort of hospitality. I don't know, the the dream initially was a hospitality school, but now we're thinking just like hospitality scholarships um, for schools or universities in South Africa, um, because I'm originally from there. And I think the tourism and hospitality industry there is so... Untapped, and it's this amazing market that just needs to be, you know, it needs to be staffed, it needs to have the right people in it. So, we'd love to eventually open um, or fund some sort of program like that to get um, people trained up for hospitality and tourism.
0: Do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout Canada?
1: I would say stay persistent, especially the last year. Everything changes so quickly that, you know, the clients you have one minute could. You know, they could be going out of business the next. That happened to me very early at the beginning of COVID. I lost three or four clients because they had to go out of business. So, you know, stay persistent. If, you know, one thing doesn't work, keep trying. Something else will eventually.
0: Okay. Laura, you ready to have some fun?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: okay, cool. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there. There is no internet. This place does exist. We're going to drop you off there. You won't have a computer or a smartphone or a tablet. You can use the phone booth located located there anytime to call the boat, we'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call? What would you do while you were there?
1: Do I have food and water?
0: Oh yeah, you have everything there. It's just, there's just no internet.
1: Yeah, I mean I'd probably be happy for a while, maybe a few weeks or a month or two. I would like I would kill for a hot vacation right now. So that would be great.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So you wouldn't have no panic attacks that there's no internet, you couldn't talk to your clients and I mean I'd probably
1: and- call my team and be like, hey, I'm gonna be gone for a while. So you guys just take care of things while I'm gone.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just a it's an interesting question to ask because I think some people get this feeling of being away off the grid that tends to Haunt them, but it's always interesting to see what kind of reaction entrepreneurs get because, you know, we're always on the go. We're always, you know, connected and phones and you name it. So,
1: well, to go back to that um, that one question you said about life dreams, one of my life dreams is to live off the grid for a month. So maybe I can <laughs> check that. out. There off. you go on <laughs> a beautiful
0: island, Fiji. Okay, we're gonna wrap things up. How can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today?
1: You know, I think that there's so many opportunities, it's just a matter of looking for them um, and pursuing them. So I really think connections and those friendships that you make with other entrepreneurs are the most valuable asset in any business. Um, In terms of getting hold of me, uh, my website is www.birdandbrandmanagement.com or on Instagram at um, birdandbrandmanagement.
0: Awesome. Okay. Laura, thanks for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you and I'm sure our listeners have as well.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much.